What is up, everyone? Rico here once again, bringing you tidbits from around the nerdverse. Joining me, as always, the anime sensei, the card connoisseur, the eBay entrepreneur. How we doing, Marcus? I'm doing good, man. There's always a new one, and I used to laugh at all the other ones. It's kind of like a gradual process. Um, but to explain the eBay, which connoisseur, right? What'd you say? Entrepreneur. 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 Uh, just because I am in the process of getting rid of some of my items i don't want to say collection because i'm not getting rid of collection just some of the items in my collection so that goes from comic books to cards figures gaming collector uh, collector's items and stuff like that so i've just kind of been unloading on some of my funkos too so just trying to unload just because trying to save money uh, getting a house soon and hopefully everything can go well in the next few months and i would have a good at least i don't want to say down payment because at this point i don't know how much i can possibly save between now and whenever we close in the next few months, but we'll see. But nonetheless, it's exciting. It's just a lot of work. And especially since I start school on Monday, I know everybody across the, more, probably the state of Texas, if you're a teacher and you're listening, you're starting school already this week. So just, I just want to do want to say, let's get ready for a good year. Good luck in your year. You know, hope everything is smooth, easy. I hope the classroom environment's great. I hope your students are great. And I hope everybody has an excellent year. So. Let's get let's get ready and strap in. Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, and I know our group specifically has quite a few teachers, so I mean, it's it, it's kind of gonna affect the whole group because everybody's starting, huh? Yeah, yeah. We have what one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, seven, eight, eight. I think eight, eight or nine. Um, I count eight on top of my head, but I'm gonna say between eight and ten in our friend group that are teachers or deal in education so gah man yeah bunch of us mm -hmm. okay so uh, i guess we just kick it off with uh some of the stuff from the top uh some of the miscellaneous stuff uh we did see some reports uh along the interwebs that uh, post malone bought the one-of-a-kind magic the gathering lord of rings the one ring card which everyone was kind of searching for scrambling like crazy to kind of get it uh, it was previously valued at two million, and I think that's kind of about what I heard uh, being thrown around. Did you hear any different? Or that's I think that's what he paid. Valued at it was valued at two million, two mil. I think he paid roughly around there, give or take of, give or take probably a couple hundred thousand. But that's exactly what I think he kind of paid for it. I don't know if you saw, and and again, I don't know if the video was actually the video. It it seemed pretty good if it was false or fake or anything. But there was like a small video going around of the guy who actually pulled the card and his reaction to it. I didn't get to kind of I didn't get to post it on our Discord, but it shows him with the card and like how and he just it's in a penny sleeve, mind you, meaning it's just in a regular sleeve, not like one of those premier like premium sleeves. And but his hand is just shaking violently to the point where like you can tell he's just freaking out about the card he has in his hand. And again, I don't know if it's reputable or not, but that's probably the reaction somebody who pulled that car would would that have. sounds about right right <laughs> that sounds about um, right so yeah again we're not really sure how much post malone gave but i'm pretty sure it's somewhere around the two million ballpark i know post malone is actually a guy who's you know very well liked strange enough i know rick and i were talking about it the other day and it's kind of like you know I don't think I've ever seen him somebody, and I, I, not somebody, but every time I see the videos of Post Malone, it's never in a bad light. It's always very positive, whether he's doing something with fans, 
cards. Hell, the guy was in a uh, what is the Pokemon? He did the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I only want to be with you. Yeah, and so he's always just he he he's he. He's a nerd. He's, he's, he's a, a nerd, nerd. and he but embraces it. Part, yeah. And yeah, he embraces it. The best part, he he doesn't put himself out there or say anything just crazy. He's just you know doing shows, doing what he enjoys, doing what he likes. You know, and just making headlines for stuff that is kind of cool. And I think it's really awesome. And so when he bought the car and I said, hell yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, and I know a lot of people feel the same way. Like, hey, that's cool that Post Malone bought it. It wasn't like, oh, Logan Paul bought it or something like that. No, it's Post Malone. So I think people are happy. Um, I know it shows the picture of the card in the graded slab. And all I can think of was like, oh, yeah, it's great. And I am big whoop, right? Still, still kind of salty about that. But nonetheless... Still awesome, still cool that it's actually in the hands of somebody who we all know. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's cool. And just the fact that he's a nerd and not really looking at it for like financial, some kind of financial situation or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, something else from a, from a, around like the little collectible uh, kind of uh, community is that uh, we're both Overwatch fans. And we are getting a uh, Nendoroid of Kiriko, which is I know one of one of the characters you like. That's a, a lot more recent. Uh, I, you know, we all like her. She's she's amazing. Yeah. Her her short also. If you ha- if you guys haven't seen it, is top tier. Uh, and it's now available for pre order. I think it's supposed to ship uh, quarter one of next year. Yeah. So there's still quite a quite a little while till it comes out. But I did see some little screen caps of it and what it's gonna look like. You know, the different little emotions. I know you can swap out little pieces and stuff. So it's a real cool little. Uh, Nendoroid. Mm-hmm. It I looks thought. it looks real nice, and I, I if you're into Nendoroids, it obviously look one looked like looks like one that's more of top quality. The the face expressions, the images, the colors. I know the colors is always something that I always felt was a little bit you know here nor there, but this one looks very clean, very fresh to say the least. So if you're a Nendoroid fan, this is probably one you want to pick up for your collection. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last thing I have from some of the side stuff was a uh, Mark Zuckerberg. And uh, his Twitter rival, um, what is it called, Threads, says that they've lost about half its users already. I think I saw, I think the latest one actually I saw, which is even updated since then, is possibly up to like 80% of people have kind of like not really been using it day to day, of the people that have signed up. Mm. So what was Twitter, now I guess it's X, which I think is kind of still up there. I did see that they supposedly took down like the X sign from the headquarters or whatever. So I don't know what's happening with Twitter, but uh, Threads seems to be in trouble. Yeah. And Threads was the uh, the competitor for, who was it going against? Instagram, right? The no, Instagram. Thre- no, Threads was the competitor for Twitter that was under the meta umbrella, which is Facebook. Oh, okay so yeah that's i'm sorry so i know i know there's something so it's kind of my point was which is what i was going to make it's kind of interesting to see that threads is in trouble it's it's wow but then on the other side twitter is having this big old rebrand that people are just kind of still not really sure how they feel about it so these big two platforms of social media are trying to get something out and the one's in trouble the other one's looking for trouble so it's just weird like the way it is you know what i mean kind of like the scope of, of the way social media is, is headed yeah what's telling about it to me is kind of like you said that uh, one of them is an established thing one of them is kind of like a co- an up-and-coming competitor and as it stands right now even for as much as some of the people don't like the changes that are going on i'm, I'm just going to call it twitter i'm not going to call it x like uh, it's just Twitter is too like ingrained in my mind already. Uh, so even for all the things that are going on at Twitter, the controversial stuff and things people don't like, changes, whatever, 
people still prefer it over the new threads that is kind of very simplistic. It's not exactly like Twitter, but that's the closest thing to it. Uh, very short form, uh, not like some of the Facebook stuff and not quite like a lot of pictures like Instagram is. Uh, so, What's... yeah, even even for all the things that are changing with Twitter, people still want to be on Twitter, which to me says like, it's because Twitter is established. It's already yeah. a brand, right? So why on earth would you change it? Yeah. And again, Elon Musk, Jack, it's his. He can do whatever he wants. And by all means, if I were him, I'd probably do the same thing. You can play with the toys that you have at your disposal. What blows my mind a little bit is if Threads, when Threads was announced, it, 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 was, training, it was making advertisements, making headlines. It was kind of going out there. But a, a lot of the more successful like social media platforms kind of start a little low-key. And when it comes to social media, and it's very weird, just, and I guess you can kind of compare it to high school. When it comes to social media, it's always the, hey, this is the niche thing. This is going to be the cool thing. You know, you're going to get into it because it's going to be cool to get into it. You know what I mean? Not because somebody told you to do it. You know what I mean? And it's real weird because I don't want to say like, oh, it's the fact that, hey, this is Threads. Check it out. Check it out. And they're trying to get everybody onto Threads. What kind of would kind of turn off more people already to it as compared to if people discovered it themselves and then through word of mouth said like, hey, this is Threads, this is Instagram things, check it out, it's kind of cool, it's kind of cool, and they would get in on it more through word of mouth rather than a big old corporate, you know, person telling you to. Is, is that make sense? And yeah. it's 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 very it's very strange. I heard it I heard it from you, and then when I finally paid attention to advertising, it finally kind of came on as being a competitor. And I still haven't checked it out, mind you. You know what I mean? But if you were told me, "Hey, man, check out Threads," I would have had you told me, like, "Hey, check out Threads. This is what it is. Make an account real quick." I would have done it. But it's Instagram's thing, and I know you said you kind of you kind of started a one off and just kind of check it out how it was. But in my case, it's just kind of like, well, you know, if it hits, it hits. And if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. As compared to by word of mouth, I probably might have given it more of a chance, question mark. But it's still interesting the way it it all works and kind of unravels. And I'm thinking more like TikTok came out of nowhere. Snapchat back in the day came out of nowhere. Remember when Vine was a thing came out of Mm -hmm. nowhere. Um, All those just kind of came out of nowhere. And the advertising and publicity did not start until they got or were gaining that traction and popularity. It wasn't, hey, we already have this traction and popularity with Facebook and Instagram. Here, check this out. Instagram, again, wasn't something that was developed. It was bought to be part of that umbrella. But Instagram, again, just kind of came out of nowhere and even just built its popularity. You know what I mean? Yeah, people people prefer something a, a lot more uh, organic that just yeah, kind of grows exactly. on itself and not just like, oh, okay, well, that we're the big sense. company now, so we're going to start our own thing and you're going to like it no matter what. Like, exactly. People don't like exactly. to be force-fed stuff, yeah. That, ma- that's so, a better that makes organic. sense. Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll just have to see where that goes, like if they continue this, because if anyone can afford to kind of just play with it and improve it and try and keep it afloat, it's going to be Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... We'll, we'll just have to keep seeing what goes on there. So hopping in straight to the anime stuff for the week, uh, I didn't have too much. Uh, I did uh, watch uh, Kodoro Lives Alone on Netflix, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Marcus kept recommending it to me and said, like, oh, this, this kid, this kid, he's up there with some of the characters that we know and love and did not disappoint. Amazing series, very short, very, very easy to get into and binge. Uh, I believe it was only 10 episodes, so that was cool. Uh, some of the new stuff we got, uh, not quite new, but just some trailers we got for Kaiju number eight, which I hadn't seen. Marcus kind of sent it to me just a while ago. I watched it. Looks amazing. If you're into like the monster genre, 
Uh, and we also did get a trailer for Goblin Slayer uh, Season 2. So we got those trailers. Uh, you know, first stuff we already knew. I know Goblin Slayer is coming out in October. When is Kaiju number 8? 2024. 2024, so not yeah, till next year. Oh, yeah, yeah April. Yeah. April yeah. of next year. So we still have some time for that one. Whereas Goblin Slayer is kind of just around the corner in October. Um, pretty much that's it for me for anime. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure you have some things you want to add or maybe maybe not this time. Are you going to shock me? No. Well, of course, always. <laughs> I, not, not a lot. Not a lot. But just in terms of Goblin Slayer, I know it says season two, but just in case you're not... Uh, people aren't aware. Goblin Slayer does have the Goblin Slayer movie that came out. Was it a year or two years ago? That mm-hmm. Goblin Slayer movie is actually canon and does take part in the actual series. I think it covers it, it, it covers a story or two after season one. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's not a big, it's not a long watch. It's not a big investment, but it is something that would pertain to the story. And I'll, again, offer more insight as far as what season two is uh, going to come. And then Kaiju number eight. No, Riku kind of hit it on the head. Uh, Kaiju number eight is by production ig uh, ig this is actually one of the ones who and i mentioned to rico who animates haiku so if you're a fan and they've they've done some amazing work you're going to enjoy the animation it's going to be top notch kaiju number eight actually being one of the most popular manga out right now it was actually up there and so it was a kind of synonymous with spy family for some reason again this is a, a year two years ago when these two were kind of just getting off the ground stuff like that they were always kind of talked about together and two totally different genres but they were two amazing stories in the manga verse that people always kept talking about so kaiju number eight finally getting you know that traction finally getting that full head of steam and it's going to be coming out in months eight months or so april 2024 be ready be excited because it's in my opinion going to be one of the top anime of 2024 the entire year so strap in yeah we're, we're excited for that one uh does that wrap up anime for us yeah yeah nothing again it's we're in the middle of the of the uh summer season so if you're enjoying what you're enjoying i know jujutsu kaisen just got done uh four week break between the the shibuya arc and stuff and i think um some other stuff but again i know people are watching all kinds of anime and enjoying so nothing too crazy okay okay cool 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 uh tv and movies will be a little quick um just a couple of things nasa is going to be launching a streaming service that is going to grant viewers access to original videos and live coverage of missions so for those of you that like you know the the whole going into outer space things you want to watch like some of these uh missions and different stuff like that i know people usually gather around for like whenever there's launches and stuff like that and they're like super uh highly viewed like online all the news outlets will usually show things like that so uh, I guess NASA is going to get into it and it's going to be free. So that's that's actually pretty cool. Uh, I know it's going to come to, I think, uh, just about all uh, streaming boxes and, you know, iOS, Android, everything. So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, also, some good news, actually, from the writer strike. Uh, the studios are supposed to be sitting down or were supposed to have sat- started to sit down yesterday with, uh, with uh, the WGA to try and see what they can do to kind of end the writer strike. So uh, hopefully they go into in there with the intent to like you know give these people like we always say like what they deserve what they need to be able to continue to work and put out all these things that we love and enjoy. Yeah, what's two percent of their total earnings? I'm blowing my two percent, two percent of a movie. You know that's a lot. That's a, yeah. For 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 those studios, maybe not much, but for those writers, you know that's everything. So. Mm-hmm. 
Come on. Let's let's get it done. Yes. Uh, there's also reports of a live-action Monopoly movie in the works, which I don't know exactly how that is going to go, but... Uh, and, and and you love to see it, right? When it comes to, when there's a, the success of something like Barbie, where people didn't have didn't think it was going to do as well as it did, and Barbie's super close to ba- breaking the one the one billion um, dollar mark, and you, all of a sudden you start seeing all kinds of live actions from different, obviously of the same genre, but just different popular board games or popular characters, popular toys growing up in this case monopoly which you know monopoly is probably one of the longest board games slash games in general i think in ever if i'm not mistaken i know barbie came out what in the 70s 60s and monopoly might even be older don't quote me on that but i'm kind of curious so i'm going to check real quick just how old monopoly is and again i may be exaggerating and i am not because the first Monopoly game came out in 1935. It was, pub- it was the publication 1935, which was um, 88 years ago. Isn't that crazy? So mm. they can. It was was something like, like Monopoly. If, as long as they're creative, the story's good. As long as you know Barbie did help from from a, a, a very good message that 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 it was trying to tell so if monopoly maybe kind of does something a little similar or if not they go the opposite route and make it funny which again would work i think it it can by all means you know it can explode it's not the first uh movie based off a board game i know did you ever see a uh, clue with uh um, oh yes i loved that movie back, back when. yeah it was a tim curry is it tim curry mm-hmm. tim curry yeah yeah tim, tim curry back in the day i know it, it was i remember loving it back in the day it, it was a lot of fun again I, I like whodunit films one of those whodunit films and so hopefully it kind of follows Something along the, that trend. I know Clue kind of dealt with the whole... It was like comedy, dark comedy type stuff. But again, it was successful for a board game. So let's see what Monopoly has to offer. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, like like you said, with the Barbie movie, where they kind of made it real interesting. I mean, Monopoly, hopefully it could do the same. You know, especially it dealing with a lot of like money and uh, the railroads and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It could... It, it's set up to be real interesting, especially like with capitalism and different stuff like that. It, yeah, it could, yeah, exactly. You could see it be big, yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll see. It, uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep my on it. Again, uh, Barbie, there towards the end with the advertising, I, I kind of figured it was just going to blow up and it was going to be amazing. And sure enough, it blew up and everybody was about it. So let's see if Monopoly can pull some, something along the same lines. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have, uh, the live action one piece coming up. And, uh, one of the things I was reading, uh, actually yesterday was that Ian McShane is reportedly going to narrate the one piece series. Ooh, so I like, I like Ian McShane. Uh, so do I, so do I. So like, you know, great voice, uh, and, and yet another, you know, kind of plus for the one piece series, Yeah, no, uh, which again, is right around the corner. And I'm actually the, they're, they're advertising the hell out of it and they're doing a good job of kind of showing off exactly what it is, exactly what it's going to be. And at this point, I don't think it's a bad thing that they're kind of showing off maybe some of the stuff that some of the wonky stuff. So I'm hoping that what they showed is the worst of it, because if it is, that is still not a bad thing whatsoever. Oda is just 100 percent behind everything that is transpiring with this One Piece live action 
uh, remake. I think he even went on to say stuff like, "If if it fails, then he's gonna consider it as part of of, of his failure because it's his and he's been like overseeing everything to the get go." I know live actions have not done as well as they should have or people want them to but i think at this point because oda is just directly behind it some of the people who can at least appreciate the thought that their creator is involved so heavily and but not just involved heavily involved with the series that i'm hoping these diehard elitist type anime people would just kind of go and hey say hey you know watch it we're hoping for more more one piece is not a bad thing so in any capacity uh, so just yeah man i'm actually I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be pretty all right. All right, starting now again. The more money that goes into it, the bigger the budget, man. So that's what we want. Yeah, and for fans, you know, check it out. Uh, Watch it. I think, uh, I really think it's one of those that the more successful it is in terms of viewership and stuff like that, uh, you know, they'll invest more money and make it better, more, uh, you know, nicer effects and uh, try to, you know, also let your voice be heard out there with things that you like things that you didn't like maybe they'll try and stay truer to the source material we don't know because it's not out yet but you know just uh keep all that in mind but on top of everything give it a watch and uh and say what you think yep. uh last last little thing was uh for the for the mcu fans out there uh we got a lot, bunch of news on the fantastic four uh we did finally get some cast members uh joseph quinn is going to be playing johnny storm which if you don't if you don't know who Joseph Quinn is, he's uh his biggest role was probably recently in Stranger Things. Yeah. Which I thought I thought was I, I'm on that Joseph Quinn train, so by all means, I'm happy with that. Yeah, he's also gonna be uh in the upcoming Gladiator film, if I'm not mistaken. So that's that's oh, gonna yeah. be pretty cool. That's right. Uh we also got Vanessa Kirby who's gonna be playing Sue Storm. Uh She's uh from Mission Impossible, The Crown. I haven't really seen too much of her, but I mean, just those two alone. I know I hear great things about The Crown. Uh, I haven't followed up with the latest Mission Impossibles, but uh, but I know they're they're big time. So, um, you know, excited there. And then the last one we have is uh, Ebon Moss, uh, Bakrok, uh, which his role as of now is undisclosed. He's uh, you'll recognize him if you see him from The Bear, or he also came out in the Punisher series. He was like the, uh, was he like a scientist kind of guy? I think I've uh, that, uh, you never seen the Punisher? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you've seen the bear, right? The cousin? Not the main I... guy, but the, but the cousin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, the, that's the actor. That's Ivan Moss. Mm. So, again, undisclosed role. Some people were thinking maybe he would be uh, Ben or slash the thing, but no. I mean, I feel like if, if that was his role, we would have known by now with the it's other two announcements. Yeah, the big, big one right now, I think the one that's kind of up in the air is Reed Richards. And I know, um, I think I, we saw last time that Adam Driver said no. He, he, he wanted none of that with the Reed Richards. And it was more so not because he didn't want to. What was it? Because it was something, again, this is all speculation, that he just felt like it can go elsewhere to a better person or something like that. It was something like that. But I know a lot of people are just kind of like, why aren't they getting um, John Krasinski on it? Because yeah. people called him the perfect you know, Reed Richards, which is, which is strange because if the people want it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they're thinking. Again, again, they'll probably go somewhere. I guess somewhere younger. Right. I guess. I mean, I don't yeah, know. That, that's what it seems like they're doing. Cause even Sue Storm looks a, a little younger than some of the ones we've seen before. And uh, with uh, Krasinski, people have always said Krasinski as, as uh, Mr. Fantastic. And then uh, Emily Blunt as 
as Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was always like a huge fan cast, and no, it, it does seem like you're right. They're going for a little bit younger, so uh, we'll, we'll I mean, see where but, it ends up. Vanessa Kirby's. I mean, she, I I don't want just because age thing is very right, but she's 35 years old and she looks amazing. So John Krasinski, 40, what three? It looks amazing. So I guess it's not that far off. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I guess some of the pictures here. I mean, she doesn't look 35 at all. Yeah, I thought she was younger. That's why I was like, okay, maybe not. So, go go figure. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe it's just a what's what's interesting too is that they did do uh, Krasinski in the in in you know he, we've seen him in that yeah. role already. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Let let's see. I guess they're just trying to do something a little different, go their own direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing for Fantastic Four, which is a, a real exciting one. Uh, Galactus is said to be the main villain. Which is someone we've been yeah. waiting for in the MCU for a long time. Uh, you know, we kind of always knew that they had to go there at some point, right? Especially like with the, uh, I know I don't I don't think you've seen it yet, but the Eternals and kind of some of the things that they introduced there, like kind of knew it was coming at some point. But uh, yeah, Galactus coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopping over to gaming, actually, one of the I wanted to start off with one of the things that I read yesterday. We had a, uh, and this one was up there for contention of like the hero of the week. But I actually, I actually decided to change it. Um, over the last, uh, I'm not sure exactly what date it took place, but we had a uh, guy by the name of Cody Daniels had a uh, Make-A-Wish uh, opportunity. And he decided that for his Make-A-Wish um, experience uh, visit, he wanted to meet President Obama, former President Obama. And not only did he want to meet President Obama, but he wanted to play... N64 with President yeah. Obama. And out of this, he was able to get some pictures, played a couple of friendly matches, and got, a, I think, a signed copy of like some cartridges or stuff from President Obama. And, you know, that's something special in uh, of itself. And through this, we learned that President Obama is a Captain Falcon main in Super Smash 64. So... I don't really mess too much with Smash, but I know Marcus knows a little bit more about Smash. So, Marcus, is there any, is there anything you can tell me about, like the people, the kind of people that play Captain Falcon? Is it, is it, uh, is he a good character? Is he one of those frowned upon characters? Is he uh, Captain? He's not frowned upon. Actually, he's, he's one of the ones that's me. I'm pretty balanced for the most part. Uh, speed hits hard. He does have some great uh, side smashes and stuff. So it's not a bad pick whatsoever. So the fact that, you know, Obama went with someone like Captain Falcon, especially in the Super Nintendo, I mean, Super Nintendo, in the N64 version, that's pretty intense because Captain Falcon was actually one of the more stronger ones in the N64 version. Wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. Is he, is he real techie? Mm, or not, I, not really. I wouldn't call him. You, you run, you hit, he hits hard. So you run, you hit hard, you run, you hit hard. If you can get a side smash at 60 70% you pretty much got a stock so wow so that's pretty cool what a neat experience like i want to meet the president and play 64 with them that's super yeah. cool that's a super cool experience yeah, uh, based on reports too the he must have been a gamer right he said that uh again this is a cody daniel said that uh obama was actually pretty good at the games a lot more a lot better than he uh than he thought yeah, and I was gonna, and I was gonna say Obama's always been very down, very very down to earth, uh, people person, and 
I'm not surprised that I'm sure he was a gamer probably back in the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Obama and uh, shout out to Cody. Uh, you know, Captain Falcon. Wow. I, I would have never thought I never would have put 64 Obama, Captain Falcon together. So uh, what a cool opportunity. What a cool thing that we learn out of this from our former president. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going into some of the other things, we have uh, Microsoft, some, some news for Microsoft. Uh, they introduced a new self-repair program for Xbox controllers, which I was telling Marcus about this the other day. It seems like uh, every so often, you know, depending on your usage, you know, you need a new controller, a stick, uh, something happens with one of your sticks, something happens with one of your buttons or one of which your triggers happened. or something. And plus, uh, us included, like, you know, it happens to us often. And it's never fun to, like, have to go just buy a new <laughs> controller or be without your controller but i had seen actually uh that they were going to start selling some of the pieces that you need to kind of swap out uh just like i said those sticks those buttons different little things so uh i think this is pretty cool and a pretty good move by microsoft to help people out a little bit and just uh you know you're not gonna have to buy a whole controller anymore if you need to get something just swap out the piece you need yeah easy as that Mm mm-hmm uh, also, with Microsoft, uh, Discord and Xbox are expanding their partnership now to allow the your Series S, Series X, and your Xbox One users to stream their games from the from our consoles directly onto Discord. Um, I I'm not sure what the uh, I'm not sure uh, what exactly people use the streaming to Discord for. I know we personally use it when we're trying to help each other out with like tech issues or to show someone something that we're doing and stuff like that. Uh, but that's coming to Xbox. Now, the functionality thus far, at first it was a little bit wonky with Discord on Xbox, and then it's improved massively since then. You can join Xbox uh, channels, parties, everything, whatever you want to call it, straight off of the Xbox, which is pretty awesome. And now just more functionality coming to Discord on Xbox. So mm-hmm. right on. Hopefully they just keep going, keep going, and eventually it's it's one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh in line with some of the Xbox changes that we've had over the past uh couple weeks, uh Nintendo is getting in on the reviving uh old games too with uh their <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> Wii U, they went ahead and I I don't know I don't know if you know more about this, but uh Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 were kind of down on the wii u and i don't know if it was as easy as a server fix or what exactly was going on uh but they got those going again so now people that have a wii u and don't really use it for much you can get back on splatoon and mario kart 8 if that's your cup of tea and it's just and it's just funny because the support for the wii u is still going strong especially with games like splatoon and mario kart 8 keep, keep in mind splatoon 1 right i don't think Splatoon. i don't remember if splatoon uh part 2 was ever released on wii u but splatoon and mario kart 8 mario kart 8 is still again if you have deluxe, I, they're they're not getting the deluxe and the battle. What is not battle pass? The passes and the NSO pass and the characters and the tracks. No, these are vanilla Splatoon and vanilla Mario Kart Eight. Still going very strong online play for the Wii U. So obviously the fan base for those games is just huge. And I think was it Andrew, um, who had put what was it? I think he had sent us something and it was something along the lines of like, there's a reason why, um, what did he put? What was it? There's a reason why they have not made a Mario Kart nine yet. That's what it was. And you saw the numbers of Mario Kart eight deluxe and the numbers, I, I think it was tops. It was, 
I don't know if it was top five, but it was like six, five, or four. And it had these just crazy numbers as far as just how many people are actually playing this game. So kudos, it's usually, man. It's, it's usually always up there. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and I think Andrew had mentioned, I had said, like, there's a reason, for good reason. And especially because of the amount of support that Deluxe is just getting. It's still more characters, more tracks. It's probably the most huge game. And to be honest with you, I don't even think they're going to come out with Part 9. Obviously, it's going to be for next gen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with like a Mario Kart 8 complete edition with all of these things in one physical package or in one physical game to the point where you don't have to have NSO or buy the DLC. You know how they do like complete editions mm-hmm. and complete whatever. I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. And if they don't, then I think everything would obviously be included in Part 9. But the problem with that is that people would be expecting a lot more new content for part nine. So I think we're going to be stuck on Mario Kart 8 for a while. It's going to be a while, yeah. man. Like you say, we're getting, we're still getting new courses, new characters. So as long as that's happening with, you know, nine is probably way down the road. Yeah. Um, like you said, cause people will expect big changes and stuff like that. So it's better for them. If, if they're still pulling those numbers, you're right. You know, why, why fix something that ain't broken mm-hmm. and rather just like fine tune and uh you know dream big for the next one take your time exactly uh modern warfare 3 reveal i know we've talked about like the uh the leak of the logo and stuff like that but the reveal is actually expected to be on august 17th which is in about 12 days we're recording this on the 5th uh and it's supposed to be an in-game announcement reportedly on warzone uh this kind of i mean i'm excited for modern warfare 3 uh but something else that uh, kind of caught my eye here was in-game announcements i know this is c- becoming a little bit more common i know the latest overwatch 2 cinematic for uh sojourn was actually also happened in game i know we've also gotten a couple little things also in game with overwatch and we've gotten some things like in uh uh fortnite and it, it, it's it's starting to become a little bit more common that we're seeing some little announcements and little teases and different things in game, which I think is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's fun. It's, I don't want to say, it's interesting to say the least. I just, it would be cool. I mean, because I never personally found them and I always kind of just, it, when, I, when I see it or when I get it, it's always like, always through online anyways. So if I ever found one, I think it'd be kind of cool, kind of fun. Then I'd probably be geeking out, but I just don't pay attention as much. And then sometimes I try to, but I still don't. You know, what? I, I, I don't know if this is in line with what was kind of said, right? Like having a reveal in, in-game. Um, do you remember when the, the Batman had come out in theaters? The mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson, and then mm-hmm. there was that code at the end, and if you put that code, or if you put it on your phone, it's going to send you like a local, like, like a puzzle. I always, it would be real cool if a game, if a game did that in game during a certain day or event, and you can actually be a part of that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, at least for like a reveal or something interactive, that would kind of be cool in game. I don't know. I don't know if that's in line with what you, with what what we're saying or not, but. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. The interactive aspect is definitely part of like what makes it a little bit different than just clicking and watching, which I mean, that's what some people like. So as long as they don't make 
this experience the only way to watch these yeah. announcements. Yeah, no, you no, know, that's maybe, what I mean. Maybe wait some time, a day, or a couple hours, then put it on YouTube too for those that just kind of just want to click and watch. You know, that's fine too. That's a cool way to experience it. But I think there is something, like you said, to the uh, interactive part of it. Uh, and and I they know did it afterwards, they, they put out a video like the Batman and stuff like that. Like I know, I know uh, Destiny uh, a good while back had an event where they said, uh, like guardians eyes up to the traveler like at x on at x time on x day so like you had flocks and flocks of people like in the tower like just watching like waiting uh i know that uh like the, tra the there was a travis scott concert also at one point in fortnite that was like pretty cool like something very different very very new but the interactive part of it is like what what's different and like mm. you know we have those kinds of things. Now we're getting an announcement. I think as long as there's like some kind of countdown, I think that would be pretty cool. And that actually leaves it open to those of those people that like to watch uh, content creators, streamers, things like that. Yeah. Like it's a way that you can also enjoy it with them, either being in their lobby or you can watch them watch it, or you know, just different. The interactivity just kind of makes it a little bit, a, a a little bit past just watching it for yourself. I think. So yeah. I think I think that's a cool concept, and hopefully they they fine tune it and play with it, uh, and you know it it could be real interesting here going forward with different games and stuff. Uh, something else I saw this week was uh, actually from Hades, a game that uh, I know you've passed. I got into a little bit more recently. I kind of have fallen off, but I'll get back into it uh, in due time. There is a run of Hades. Uh, at max difficulty called max heat the mm -hmm. max heat run which from i actually did my research because i didn't know what this was and apparently what it is is there is once you get to a certain part of hades where like you kind of have everything maxed out and stuff like that you can actually fine-tune the difficulty for yourself and the harder you make it on yourself the more heat quote-unquote heat there is so i think it's at 64 heat is what the max is so you're basically making it making the game as hard as possible. Yeah. You only have X amount of health. You do not recover health, from what I understand. You also, what are, what are some of the other things that I saw? Uh, I don't remember some of the other things, but basically oh, like... But to, what, not, uh, boons. Yeah, basically you're not going to have any of the boons. Uh, it, it, it's just going to be like almost impossible, right? It's, it's the way it was described. Well, that has finally been beaten. From what I saw on a YouTube video that kind of like informed me a little bit about this whole thing was that two, I think two people thus far had passed it, but with mods on. And the mods were not anything with difficulty or anything like that. But it was because in order to get this run done, you had to use a certain weapon, which I believe was the shield. And you had to, you had to roll almost like a perfect roll through your whole run for items. So those mods made it so that like you were going to get the perfect items but even at yeah. that only two people had ever done it and for and i think this past week somebody by the name of angel l1c finally beat it and the run because it was without mods i think it says here that he had a 0.0147 chance of reaching the end uh maximum difficulty with like some of the the roles that he needed with his perks and stuff like that so I mean, that's huge. <laughs> the game yeah. is hard enough for me as it is. 
uh i know marcus is a little bit uh, better at these kinds of games so i just uh i know you've passed it so I'm yeah and i know the um what made it was what was it was the rng for the rolls and even then there was still a chance to mess up at the end when you fight hades because if you got a certain i i, I guess like a certain something with hades kind of doing something that would end your run all the way up until the end so the person just got lucky in fact and they even they even specified that they just got lucky completely because of just everything kind of just sorting it out um and she I, i'm pretty sure i think she's a girl i'm pretty uh she had done the modded run and she explained and i think she kind of did like an interview i don't remember i saw the interview but she had practiced it the modded versions just so she can get a feel for the the run right the run itself so once she got done and she kind of just started doing it i even think she said that as impossible as it was she actually completed when she tried started doing it she completed it rather quickly because the game just said hey after she, she did the unmodded run and started going just regularly i want to say that I, i'm pretty sure this is what she says that the game just kind of said hey you know here you go and just started gifting her all the all the random rngs and she was just as shocked and i think she even goes on to say that she was just as shocked as anybody because that she she did it and you know just got run was lucky it was just for what for what it was worth and granted she is a skilled hades player i think she she put it she's put hours and hours and hours into into this game and so yeah it's it's almost perfection and and for her so that's awesome man congrats on that because it was it was a very small chance i think in the beginning i did read a number to get that first roll it was like a one out of 1700 chance for that first roll alone mind you okay so imagine just keep going through and keep going through i want to say the odds for the attempt to even be successful is one in six thousand eight hundred or something like that it was it was it was one of those numbers so that's just to get the run going mind you actually passing the run you know that's crazy right (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy and it's it really is a perfect mesh of like skill and luck put together uh it's nuts i'm watching i'm watching uh, her up against hades right now and just doing everything right Mm -hmm. so uh, congrats Uh, i'm seeing here that her youtube channel is actually just jade Uh, Jade, yeah jade and if you want to see it for yourself it's called the hades 64 heat unseated unmodded uh and in parentheses thought to be impossible yeah um and we have hades 2 coming up later so yeah just in time (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so can't wait, man. If you haven't beat part one, part part two is gonna be awesome, I'm sure. All right. So uh last thing uh of the day for we, gaming. We can, we can skip this. We can if you want to. <laughs> no, we don't have to. I'm just joking. Okay. So the last thing uh <laughs> which there had been rumors about it uh going around, but we got an uh, we knew we knew just you know. Yeah, we got a com- we got confirmation that we're going to be having a Pokemon presents on uh august 8th uh which would if, if this is uh 13 that's what one i'm pretty sure no i'm pretty sure it's no it's usually no it's usually in the morning yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's 8 a.m it's always 8 a.m i'm not sure yeah. um i'm not sure what time zone that is i haven't seen I'll, it but I'll you confirm. can you can double check but yeah I'm, it's eight, it has to be 8 a.m 8 a.m yeah, yeah 8 a.m <laughs> always again you know Nintendo coordinated coordinated uh, universal time 
I don't, I don't even know what that. I saw 30. I was I don't know what that is. I'll, yeah, I, I'll I'll it's 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So I'll be watching this at 8 a.m. in school on Tuesday. So yeah, we're we're getting a uh, Pokemon presents. Uh, what's what's well before that? What's interesting is that it's going to be 35 minutes. Is what I'm what I'm seeing uh, reported, which would make it I think the longest Pokemon presents ever. We had the second longest earlier this year at 25 minutes, I think. So yeah. this one's another 10 minutes. So I think this would make it the longest ever. You know, I, I have no doubt that we're probably going to see a little bit more of the expansion from Sword and Shield. We'll probably, see, we'll probably see a little bit of sleep. We'll see some Masters. We'll see some stuff coming to Unite. So that'll take up a good bit. Maybe some TCG stuff. Uh, but as for, like, the other stuff, maybe newer stuff that we're hoping for, uh, I wouldn't say expectations, but Dream, you know... It, Something I would be hoping for would really I want like some side I want one I I want to get some side games. Uh, I'm talking Mystery Dungeon, yes, Stadium. I'm talking uh, NSO. I would love to see some things come brought some oh, more sure. things brought to NSO. Uh, and when I say Stadium, I say the NSO one. Yes, I would love Pokemon Stadium two on NSO, but I want a new Pokemon Stadium. It's time. Oh, we're getting we're getting Stadium two on NSO soon. Yeah, so uh, so three. We want yeah. we want a new stadium too. So uh, that would be exciting. Maybe maybe because maybe because of the fact that we don't have part two on NSO yet. Maybe we'll have to wait a little longer for a new one. But uh, you know, even if they just tease us or something, uh, you know, party games is always going to be fun. I don't know uh, what friends yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know what the chances are, but I, I mean, I'd be down for a, po- a Pokemon Puzzle League too. And I do, I I don't know how, I honestly do not know how like the Pokemon verse and everybody felt about Legends, but I really, really enjoyed Arceus and I just realized how much I enjoyed it. I, uh, me and my girlfriend, we babysat um, a friend of ours, a good friend of ours, Rob, we babysat their their daughter and he had asked me to lend him a game. I said, here, try, try this one. I lent him Arceus, right? She, her daughter, his daughter started playing it. And when I went to babysit, she sat there and played for three hours. And I was her personal guide, tutor to this game. And as I was showing her and helping her, I kept looking. I said, you know, this game was like, I really, really liked it. So I'm hoping that we get some sort of Legends, you know, info. I I would be excited about that. I don't know if anybody else is. And I don't know how that game was liked universally. But mm-hmm. me personally, I really enjoyed it. And I loved all the quality of life aspects about it. I loved all the catching aspects about it. I love the story. I love the characters. I, I just like I liked it. I liked it a lot. So I would hope for some le- something legends. If, if they're gonna do the spin-off route, that that would be my my little, you know. Your hope. Yeah. Yeah, there there's been talks about another Legends game. Uh from what I see, the the tough thing with Legends is that it's so it's like caught in between being a side game and a main series game. It, it's it's kind of a little bit of both. With like the st- obviously the style is very different, but it's still one where you're going out and collecting and going. It, it doesn't do the conventional like story, uh, but it's it's close. It, it's close enough to where people kind of feel like it's a main, without being a main series game, right? But. Uh, I think what it what it lacked was uh, replayability. I think when when you finished up, I know I went back and did some of the extra little hunting and some of the battling, but uh, it's just not as 
even though it was like open world, it wasn't as as expansive as uh, some of the other ones we've uh, we've had. Uh, so I think I, I I think that would be a good idea if they were to build a little bit more. Maybe oh, I'm, I'm sure. Maybe maybe do like a battle tree. Uh, I know people kind of felt some kind of some people liked it, some people didn't like the whole swift style, powerful style, strong style, swift style. Like uh, it didn't it didn't really hold up and i think a part of it was that they didn't put uh they didn't use it like for competitive there was no competitive there was no online battling so i think that also affected the kind of the life cycle of the game and you know if you once you finish it that was kind of it right yeah uh but it was still very fun very exciting very different nonetheless some of the uh, quality of life things like you said the catching being able to sneak uh some of the hunting aspects uh were, were real cool so uh that would be pretty fun i think uh what was the one that i've been seeing going That's around cool. is it uh well no is it oh. uh is it giratina is it giratina is it legends giratina that i've seen pe- a lot of people talking about that they hope- no, Leg- no, no 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 sorry sorry not say. uh Le- it's legends uh what's the name of the dragon is it kiram I think Kiram. Oh, you're talking. Uh, are you talking about the the, the um, from Zekrom? Gen five. And, yeah. yeah, Gen five. Gen five, the third dragon. Uh, I think he's the one that I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. Give us Kiram. Give us Kiram." I like Kiram. Uh, let's see the. What's he? What's he? What's the I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why Kiram of all of them. I guess because maybe he's the one that hasn't really had his. Uh, even mm. though he he was featured on like Black and White too. But it was still more of like the splicing thing. I guess they could go into that. I thought Rayquaza uh, was pretty popular. Very popular. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's because of that or because of... Uh, maybe because they're thinking like in terms of like the the order. Like they did a Gen 4 and now maybe they'll do a 5. A Gen 5 as well. Uh, which, speaking of Gen 5, if we were to do remakes, which we really haven't heard anything about any games that we're going to be getting this year... Uh, just because we already have, you know, uh, Scarlet and Violet, and we're gonna get DLCs and stuff like that, uh, which we already know of. Uh, if they do decide to go uh, with remakes this year, at all, or you know, uh, you know, maybe early next year or whatever, we do have uh, two different ways that they can go. Which, if they're gonna do true remaster remakes, we can go Gen Five, which is black and white. Or if they're gonna go the Let's Go route, uh, Jota would be up next. So either one of those would would be kind of fun too. I personally would prefer, you know, Gen Five remakes over the Let's Go, but there's no doubt that uh, you know Pokemon Go is still going strong. The uh, now the maneuverability with uh, Pokemon Home and being able to gather all your Pokemon there from Let's Go, from Go, uh, you know, and other games you can mix and match all your Pokemon pretty much wherever you want, and you can use them in whatever game you want, just about. So. Yeah, those are two other possibilities. I know some people have been throwing out out there that they would love to see something done with uh, get uh, what did they say? Is it the Metroid uh, treatment for like Gale of Darkness or Colosseum and stuff like that? Some remakes and remastered or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would be pretty dope. Something to bring back uh, like Shadow Pokemon would be would be cool. Well, we'll see, right? And we're going to have to wait long to kind of see everything. I know 
uh, you had mentioned Let's Go. Um, it's been a while since that's been a thing. So when when you were when you were talking about legends, you were talking about legends, and I was kind of thinking, I was like, and I I said, oh, what about Let's Go? It's been a while, and now that I'm thinking about it, Let's Go. I don't know if the what the reports are, what the rumors are, or whatever, but seems like a pretty high possibility, right? How long has it been since we got a Let's Go game? Well, Let's Go Pikachu. It's it's been a while, dude. Yeah, it has. Uh, 2018. It's been five years. <laughs> wow! I didn't. I was like, man, it's kind of been a while since. I guess then. I, then that would be if they were going to announce. And again, like you had mentioned, not a mainline game because we're still getting the DLC. Because the main game will will probably not be until probably next year, or maybe an after. But if you're going to do those main side games, right? Because I I would think that's a fair term. Uh, main side game. Let's go. Legends would probably highlight that list and let's go makes the most sense hmm. we'll see yeah detective pikachu also would be somewhere in there since we already know that's coming yeah that's true totally forgot about that. yeah that's, that's gonna be coming soon um I, i'm just that's if they want to have a surprise reveal which it's not very common in, in pokemon directs um so but it's happened right where they shown off especially when people are anticipating it yeah i wonder if they'll touch too on uh on maybe some anime stuff as well. Mm. I I don't think they usually do, but since uh, it is going to be such a big change, uh, there's been a lot of discussion too with the with the watchers of Pokemon about uh, now that Ash is gone, or you know is retiring, moving on. Uh, what is going to happen in terms of the movies? Are we going to? Now switch over full full on to the new characters with movies because, as it stands, that's usually where we get mythical Pokemon from from movies, and we get distributions that way and stuff like that. So, uh, when was the last movie? The last movie. Let's see. Because movies. You want to get people to watch, and it hasn't been a long time. But one of the movies will be, and you can probably quote me on this: the return of Ash in some capacity. Yeah, it was the Zarud movie. Okay, then it's been a while. What was that? 2020? Three years ago, yeah. 2020 is when it came out, and that's when we got the the Dada Zarud and the Shiny Celebi. Then we won't get Ash this next movie, right? But we'll get like a standalone movie without him. See how They'll gauge, see how it works. And then if obviously, you know, if they ever decide to reintroduce Ash or like, like in a main role capacity, it would be through a movie to getting along with whomever the main characters are. That's just yeah. my theory. Makes sense. Yeah, it ma- it makes sense to me too. It just uh, the biggest the bigger thing is where are we gonna get these events now, or where are we gonna where are they gonna introduce us to these new uh, mythical Pokemon? Because that's typically where we get all these, mm-hmm. you know. So you know we have Volcanion, Hoopa, Diancie, Genesect, uh, Kiram, and what's his name, Keldeo. What about like Celebi and Jirachi? Yeah, Jirachi in part three, Celebi. Uh, that is true. I never thought about you know, it. We, we, we focus a lot on that Lugia. Well, Lugia was actually a cover, a cover Pokemon, so maybe not him. But uh, yeah, we get, we, we, somehow or another, we get uh, Mythicals, you know, especially Darkrai is another one, Arceus and the Jewel of Life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what that means there, and that pro- 
we probably have time because again we're not looking at a new uh we're not looking at a new mythical till probably next gen because i kind of think we have our big legendary pokemon uh coming in the in the upcoming dlcs that we're going to be able to get in some way or another so i don't know just uh something i thought was kind of interesting when i was reading up on what the change now is going to be uh with movies and everything going forward so that that'll be pretty cool. Again, we're only a couple of days away from this direct. I'm super pumped. I know Marcus is super pumped. Let's see what we get. Uh, I'm sure, you know, we could talk about what we want all the all day and whatever. But uh, you know, just if you're familiar with the directs and stuff like that, you got to temper your expectations a little bit. Uh, yeah. Like, what's really positive is now. the 35 minutes. I think. So. Yeah, maybe some terror raids. If you if they were to give us new terror raids, who would you who would you like to see? I know that was one of the big surprises last time. It was like Suicune and Verizian, like now. Or like that day or whatever it was. Paradox what, forms. Was there um a report about new Pokemon the for the DLC? I think they're gonna introduce you don't think I think we're gonna get a couple of new Pokemon that they're gonna introduce now that I think mm-hmm. about it also. Yeah, that that's for sure. I I think that's pretty much for sure uh, that we're going to be getting a couple new uh, forms or paradox forms and stuff like that. But if they were to drop, which the eighth would be Tuesday, if they were to say like we're getting you're getting a new paradox form of this Pokemon, like who would you like to see there, and why is it uh, Ampharos? Yeah, Ampharos future or past? What would you prefer? The past designs have always been cooler. I thought are cooler. Some of them, most of them are. Let me rephrase that. The past designs have mostly cooler looking ones, and the not to say the future design future designs don't. I just, but they are synonymous, I guess, with like ro- robots and robotic and stuff like that. And I don't want to see Ampharos as a ro- robot. I want to see Ampharos more as a prehistoric thing, as to what he actually was. You know what I mean? That'd be mm-hmm. that'd be my. That's because I have I I I am a violet. I have violet, and that's the one I rolled with. But I would I'm not gonna sit here and say that some of those past Pokemon weren't super cool looking. And again, just Jiggly Jigglypuff's paradox past paradox form was still think cool. And then a Miss Magius. I mean, uh, Mischievous. So I, I I'm my favorites there for sure. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm just hoping for Blastoise, <laughs> to be honest. I just want a Blastoise in there. Uh, I know we already have some of the other starters, so uh, yeah, I, I want I want my Blastoise, and I want a Paradox Blastoise. I've seen so many fan arts and, and pictures and concepts and stuff like that, and they're all super cool. Just give me my blue boy. Yeah, I think that's it, right, for gaming? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I also did pick up Remnant 2 this week, which I'm actually enjoying, and I'm actually really enjoying the difficulty. So, uh, yeah, I'll be on that this week. Uh, last thing, Hero of the Week. So I came across this post on Twitter of a plumber. No name, no nothing. Uh, just that he went ahead and did some work from this 91-year-old grandma with cancer. And his invoice is going viral. Now I'll uh, I'll make sure to retweet this on our uh, on our Meta Nerds Twitter, but uh, basically if you look at uh, and I send it to you on, in a DM, Marcus, if you want to see it, 
I, uh, I actually saw it a while back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, two days about two days ago, and I was like, oh. Yeah. So the invoice summary says description: call out to boiler, high pressure and two leaks, zero dollars. Lady is ni- ninety-one years of age, acute leukemia, end of life care. No charge for this lady under any circumstances. We will be available 24 hours to help her and keep her as comfortable as possible. Subtotal, zero dollars. Total, zero dollars. So, yeah, just the the gesture that some people out there make. You know, it doesn't have to be like the hugest thing, but just, uh, you know, being a good person and helping people out, uh, you know, in these in these tough type of circumstances or in any circumstances uh you know little things go a long way so uh you know i i saw i came across this post and i'm like you know what we need more people like this in the world so uh this uh, mystery plumber is our hero of the week and so are anybody that do does good deeds for other people awesome yeah so marcus you want to finish us off yeah so again i thought that was great podcast like always great news and exceptional here of the week i did i did read that a while back and again wholesome good things aside there's a little a little bit of goodness left in the world so we hope to see more of those um but with that said if you haven't checked out our last week's recap anime news uh cancel shows breaking records and new nintendo comps that we kind of talked about a little bit last week make sure you check that out we also had the big bad boy daddy aka omar where we talked about collecting in last week's discussion also and in case you haven't heard we did we did start our youtube i guess what promotion or videos and we started with some reacts from the overwatch um genesis series that had been dropping so if you haven't checked those out make sure you check those out give us a like give us a follow on all platforms every you know we're, we try to our best to be everywhere and anywhere um do also make sure you expect our youtube video for this week we will have that up sometime this week sometime soon and if you haven't checked out again we are the mid-era nerds on just pretty much everything just google us and you'll find us but with that said thank you guys for listening you have a good day later falcon punch <laughs>